Welcome to Vet Zone, where passion for animals, science, and medicine lives. Why odds ratios are odd. Have you ever asked, what are my odds? For most people, this question seeks information different from what an epidemiologist, mathematician, or gambler inquires after. If you thought the answer would give you risk, the odds are against you. Here's a quick test. If you have a pair of dice and you take one die and throw it, what are the odds that the number is a four? The epidemiologists, mathematicians, gamblers, and preventive medicine specialists will say one to five, while many people will say one out of six. This brings us to today's topic, odds ratio versus relative risk, odds versus probability, why we love them and why these two cousin statistics continue to confuse us. Anyone with a math, science, or medical background has been taught this, and if you're like me, keep forgetting it. Why should you care? If you often throw dice at the Bellagio crap tables or read an occasional medical paper, you care. Popping up as the most common measures of association in epidemiologic studies, we as veterinary healthcare professionals come across these terms when looking at infectious disease and disease risk. And in our current time, no one can avoid epidemiologic values. How do your odds and risk fare? Don't worry, this podcast won't get too mathy. And for exact calculations, the CDC has a free PDF called the Principles of Epidemiology Home Self-Study Course, if you want a deeper dive. Let's talk about the main differences between odds and risk. We saw the first difference with the dice example. 1 divided by 5 is 0.2 and is larger than 1 out of 6, or 0.167. Not a huge deal, but big enough if you are a numbers person. When the numbers start to stack up, this margin may become relevant. The rare disease assumption allows odds ratios and relative risk to be practically interchanged whenever the disease is rare. The cutoff for rare differs by the specialist. Here's why this works. Roughly 1 out of 11 million people will die by a plane crash. The odds of that occurring is 1 divided by 11 million minus the one unfortunate soul. The risk is 1 divided by the full 11 million. Either will provide you a similar number with which you can formulate risk. Having exhaled a sigh of relief, you board the plane and are confronted with an even more frightening concern. The middle seat. Not being rare, the risk is 0.33, while the odds are 0.5. Whenever you mix up terms in the absence of the rare disease assumption, odds and odds ratio will overestimate risk. In theory, within the same paper, you could see odds ratios and relative risk being compared for one disease, but not for another. If you forget, you could start comparing odds ratios and relative risk from different studies. Not only should you always take the comparison of values from separate studies with great, great trepidation, dear friend, but in the absence of the rare disease assumption, you will surely be misled. With rare diseases, researchers more commonly utilize case control, odds ratio generating studies, and for rare exposure, cohort relative risk generating studies. As these and other study designs begin to piece our understanding of a rare disease together, 
Statistics spew forth with more abundance than diarrhea in an IBD study. Odds and odds ratios are not all bad though. This value's flexibility allows for an odds ratio to be calculated whenever a relative risk can be. Relative risk remains less flexible. Remember, they need prevalence or incidence data. For logistical regression, researchers need odds ratios. Logistical regression sounds fancy, but it just allows you to understand the relationship with a binary value with another variable. Examples of binary values would be alive and dead, Cushing-Nord or not, etc. With the comorbidity of obesity, how does that affect the probability of endocrine disease? You see logistical regression all the time and thus love odds ratios. What have we learned? First, odds and risk differ slightly. In most people's daily life, it really isn't that important. If you evaluate scientific papers or gamble, the differences matter. Ever hear of the house edge? Since you know that the odds of throwing a particular number on a die are 5 to 1, and you get paid out 4 to 1, the house or casino will always win over the long haul. Second, if you happen across these terms, odds, odds ratio, risk, relative risk, probability, or terms that are based off of them such as preventive fraction, then before you start comparing numbers or getting into an in-depth discussion, do a quick review. Lastly, you know how asking what are the odds of getting a middle seat differ from what is the probability of getting a middle seat. An optimist will choose the latter because the number will always be a little smaller than asking for the odds. Thank you for listening. <music>